Productivity people, thank you so much for tuning back into the podcast. And if this is your first time, the views, opinions, and information expressed on this podcast are solely intended just to educate you and inform you. And it's all based on Danielle's and her guests' opinions, research, and experience. This podcast absolutely does not constitute financial or investment advice, and the hosts are certainly not financial advisors, brokers, or dealers, because, well, you just have to trust us on that one. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Motivity Podcast with Danielle. Hi, Ryan. How are you today? Hey, Danielle. Doing awesome. Living the dream. How are you doing? I'm good. So Ryan is a fellow Cisco employee. He decided to be on the Motivity Podcast Um partly because I begged him to be on the podcast. No, but he also has a very interesting job here at Cisco where he is in the front lines of establishing, you know, these enterprise software agreements that our customers buy that are confusing, that are hard to explain. And Ryan is tasked with simplifying them, helping customers understand what they're buying and also getting benefit from them. And probably also like helping them understand why it's beneficial for the customer, not only for Cisco, but for them. Um, so hi, Ryan. Thanks for being on the Motivity Podcast. Love it. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. So Ryan, tell us just a little bit about your role inside Cisco right now. What are you doing? Uh, maybe a recent trip that you took because it was kind of cool. I heard about it. <laughs> and and also like just, um, you know, kind of tell us like, you know, why you love your job and, you know, what you do every day. So take it away, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. So I, uh, I'm the Worldwide Security Software Sales Specialist here at Cisco. Uh, we have a handful of people on my team that cover the globe. Uh, so we are the experts when it comes to security, EA specifically, and all the technologies there. So um, I cover all of Canada, but I also cover all of America's service provider, which is North America and South America in that perspective. And then now I cover all of APJC. So that is you know, where it's Japan, Australia, China, you name it, every country over there. So Ryan, I, uh, how do you I don't find time much. to sleep. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. how, I mean, you're going from Canada to APAC, but you did mention something that not maybe everyone is familiar with is service provider. So just explain what that means in our business, because we are a manufacturer. So what does it mean as a service provider? And how does that, how does that come into our business um, ecosystem? So Cisco has uh, separated out certain kind of groupings, right, for how we designate customers and what they do. So we like to make sure that there are specialized teams that are specific to service providers. So the service providers can be anything from Meta to Oracle to, you know, um, any kind of like telecommunications companies out there. You know, you name the fact that they don't... Verizon, like they don't sell a particular product per se. They they mainly hone in on services, right? And they have a large network that they put their customers on. So that's probably the easiest way to describe it. And do they sell for us, Ryan? So are they a selling arm of Cisco? Okay. And so are you you also empowering them and educating them on EAs or – Yes. I I definitely try to when we get a hold of the right teams and – there's the right timing for it. Yes, we do that. Um, I specifically do that because, of course, that's how you scale. Got it. So tell us, you know, obviously, how did you get into technology? How long have you been at Cisco? Give us, like, the fun stuff and, uh, you know, give us give us some fun stuff about you, Ryan. A long history, but I'll try to sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> pretty simple. I mean, Keep it simple. No, I'm I, uh, 
You know, hey, I just, uh, you know, my family just recognized what was uh, what was the things that I was interested in or doing well and I had a passion for. And so I first built my computer in the early 90s, went into software programming even before college, went into electrical engineering in college and sort of went down the track of, again, computer programming. Uh, noticed again that there was a highlight in my my history here where I ended up developing the first uh, epidemic modeling program for Homeland Security. So uh, they took that and was able to help the United States sort of assess how much funding and taxpayer money should go into first responders and other kinds of programs to prevent an epidemic from happening or mitigate it, right? And we're all familiar with that now, but that's been sort of a reality to me since 2004 that this was going to happen. but then, uh, you know, afterwards, went into went to New York, ended up working on Wall Street at Deutsche Bank, and then uh, in technology, and just sort of expanded from there. There was a lot of where programming things like that. But then I realized for job security, I was like, hmm, you know, I want to go with the stuff that I see mounted on the walls, and I know <laughs> or the software of security, boxes. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just like that. They can't. You, they can't send your job overseas if the stuff is here for you to work on. So I was like, okay, I got to make a shift from so much of the computer programming to now something that's tangible here. And that's when, uh, during the recession, I ended up uh, doing five certifications. So I already had my bachelor's degree in computer science, but I also ended up uh, getting five certifications at Cisco. Wow. I did and not know that. It just sort of expanded. I, yeah, I yeah. Bet, I don't even think I have one key. certification. Maybe I should start working on that. <laughs> but it's fine. It, was, it was helpful. It was yeah. helpful, but like, you know, they're very tough. And so I, I ended up working for internet service providers and eventually for the customers. And I was building out the infrastructure, taking the old way of doing things, applying the new way we're doing it. Like with Cisco, I was big in collab uh, on the customer side. Um, but then, you know, each time I was either at one of the internet service providers and I did something there or on the customer side, Cisco was really impressed with yeah. what I was doing. So there was two times that they asked me before I got into this uh, role that they asked me to join. And both times there was something occurred uh, that couldn't allow for a new hire to come on board. But finally, the third time was a charm. Nice and job. then uh, yeah. that's when I was, I got in here and, uh, it was sort of funny because even a director at one of our customers was also interviewing and I was in the lobby with him. So once I, I got the job, <laughs> I go so to realize funny. I'm covering his account. And, and then I went to go see him two weeks after getting it. And as we were walking out of the meeting, he slowly closes the door before I could walk out. He's like, so how's Cisco? <laughs> so Cisco is a great place to work, as you know. I think what you yeah. know, a little bit of insight, right? You're seeing a great manufacturer that a lot of companies in the world use and someone that, you know, a company that is reliable, right? Let me ask you this. Did you like being on the customer side or you like being, and a man, you know, on the manufacturer side, AWS is a manufacturer, Microsoft, Juniper, like the list goes on VMware. These are all manufacturers, but, um, and I just want to give insight into what we define as a manufacturer space, HP, Dell, EMC, those are all manufacturers, but what do you like better being on the customer side or the manufacturer side? So I do like being on the manufacturing side quite a bit. Um, however, it is key, I think, that people need to go through these motions of learning what it's like to be actually in the shoes of the customer. Right. Um, you become much more sympathetic. You end up becoming a lot more where you can put yourself in their shoes when you're trying to do a deal, right? And 
you really can call out a lot of things when you're on these internal meetings and say, that's not going to fly. That's not something that the, the customer is going to really like because I was one. I know what it's like. I want to be treated a certain way when going through these deals. And only if I'm happy with this deal, well, I know then the customer will be happy. It's, it's an interesting, it's such an interesting point of view because um, I think as salespeople, uh, we're always trying to find out, you know, what are the buying habits of the customer? And, and it alludes to that point, like, how do they buy? How do they get projects approved? Like, you kind of have to go through that methodology. I mean, you really try to figure out who the players are internally. But that that's a lot of what we do is trying just to figure out, how does this get done? I mean, if you like the product and, and you want to buy it, but what does your procurement say? What do they see, right? How does that yeah. affect um, spend? Or when do you get budget? Or... <laughs> So on and so or, forth. Or yeah. even understanding how do you implement these projects, right? That's so awesome. after you buy, you know, I noticed that like a lot of account teams don't know about that. There's change controls uh, that need to be implemented by the customer saying that, hey, I got to put in a request for upper management to have this done in, on Good Christmas point. because that's Good the only point. window that we have. And so you got to understand you know, the, where they're coming from and the pressure that they get and the dynamic of how they have to work. If you right. get that, then you you try to work with those motions, knowing that that's how they typically do things each year. And then you know when you can actually talk to them or you know you're bothering them because they're already busy doing the stuff that they need to get right. done, right? Right, and customers have chain, change windows and they're not always able to implement new technology. And there's there's a whole processing and um, you know development side to that part of it. like. You know, they could only take on a certain, yep. you know, there's only so many teams and so many people and so many platforms and so many applications. The list goes on and on. But we could go down a little bit further. I brought you on today, though, uh, to talk about what is, you know, what is our security EA, first of all, what products are included in it, right? But why is an EA important to clients and why are they buying it? Why are they investing the money that way? Because it is a different, um, it is a different way to buy. I personally, in my personal life, buy a ton of, I think of EAs, but I buy a lot of subscription-based um, offerings. I like them. It's a set price. It controls my bottom line. There's no, you know, there's no extra costs at the end of the month, but that's the way I like to see it. Not every customer likes it, right? Um, so talk to us, what is an EA? What's a, what, what does it mean to buy an EA? You know, where does this terminology, where did this come from? Like, why, why are we putting stuff in the cloud? Ryan, I don't even understand what I'm yeah. buying half the time. Help us here. No. So, you know, like Ryan said, it's a it's a security EA that he specializes in. But he, we're going to talk high level what a what a EA means when you buy from Cisco. So just kind of give us yeah. that thousand foot view. Why do I even need yep. an EA? <laughs> so enter, enterprise agreements are a contract that you have with Cisco that says you're willing to go ahead and work with us on multiple technologies, and we're here to solve solutions, you know, solve the problems that may require multiple products, right? And we're moving away from just selling an individual product and talking about those features and things. And now we want to talk about your business use cases and objectives, but how do we bundle that together, right? So you can how sort of- How do we bundle not, that uh, like sometimes, <laughs> Yeah, I just, I feel like slow sometimes, you know, from progressive. It's, right. uh, it's funny that- uh, you know, it's it's all of a sudden we're talking about bundling together. And there's certain benefits. I mean, we, we have our investors and our executives have said, listen, if, if a customer is willing to really commit with us on multiple of these things, and they're already doing it today, they just don't realize it, uh, our customers, then we should reward 
our customer for being our customer and working with us and, and implementing these solutions as, right. as an actual solution, not just as a product, right? So with that being said, I, I love the, the idea here of what we're doing and, and have been practicing right now for the past five years at least, um, where we started off with the 1.0 kind of EA where we can give something like a little bit of everything to the customer all at once, but then we realized maybe they don't want everything. And then we, we went through this evolution of doing a 2.0 version where it's more of like a menu. You pick and choose what you want, and that's where all the other silos of Cisco sort of said, hey, we really like this concept that security is doing. Let's do the same thing. And that's where we have security, data center, enterprise networking, and collaboration are really your four primary high level. There's some that tend to be like a one-off on the side, like Meraki could be part of the enterprise agreement. But it's got well, its not own enterprise agreement, right? So not complimented too much. But, but how does a client yeah, stay up to speed, though? you know, on what is included in the EA. Like if you're a client and you're just kind of like, oh, let me go back to, uh, you know, what is it, what's in my EA? Is there, you know, do you recommend them going to our website? Is there a portal? Like where can they just read about what licensing is uh, in included yeah. in the EA? Do you have any insight into that? So, yeah, so I would say that there's always key words. When you work at Cisco long enough, mm -hmm. I, I can search for anything on the web so quick and know where to find. So the key words, I would say not just with enterprise agreements, pretty much any kind of product that we have. Make sure you put it in the product and say ordering guide, right? You That's will smart. find the ordering guides for how, like what are the SKUs, um, what's in it, what are the features, uh, how do you, what are the add-ons maybe to this particular technology as well. But there is an EA ordering guide out there, definitely on oh, the web. That's a great that, idea. That is definitely on the first page. Always use that keyword. Trust me on that, right? The other keyword could be data sheet. Those are the really the two primary that things that you always put down for, you know, to find out anything you want on those details, right? Um, so, Ryan, you spoke about but, clients, yeah, you know, yeah. having already purchased a ton of products, right? So let's say I'm a client yeah. and I have, you know, I have, what, four, five products that I've already bought through Cisco. Why would an EA benefit me? What are the high-level benefits yeah. of that agreement? you know, that, that helped me from a business standpoint? That's a great question. So really the key thing here is, is, is first understanding where the customer lives today, and then you understand why going to the EA is so good. So today you have customers, they have multiple products from us, and they keep on having to renew them at different times of the year. It's not co-term. They may have to circle back from working on a project at, at their site, and then all of a sudden they're realizing, oh, crap, it's, it's, there's a uh, – you know, another renewal coming up and they have to keep doing this tedious work that's not really what they signed up for as their job. So what this enables them to do is, let's co-term all this together, okay? So let's take a look at everything that you have, let's bundle it together, and let's see what kind of benefits we can give you around that. Now, um, that's something where you definitely, if you're listening to this, you right now, you want to write this down and say, I got to find out who my account manager is at Cisco, not even always your partner. You want to develop that relationship with Cisco and your partner, not just one way or another. Get everybody involved. Ask the question, hey, I would love for you to go ahead and take a look at everything I got with Cisco right now. Let's see what we can do to co-term this so we have like a single date of, of co-terming everything and, and renewals. And let's see what the benefits come out to be. Now, 
Each silo that we described before can have different benefits. When it comes to the security EA, you're talking about you can get 20% free growth to whatever you had initially in the in the original EA. So say it's a thousand licenses, you're going to get 1,200. Now is right? there a minimum no spend cost. there though, Ryan? Isn't there like a minimum threshold the client has to meet, which is usually for enterprises, yeah. it's, it's pretty low, right? Or if it's 50,000, it can be. I guess it depends on. Yeah, it depends on your uh, yeah, the customer size. Yeah, it's it's like it's a hundred thousand to the partner. Okay. Uh, typically, is what we say. If it's with services, it's, it's we tend to see it's one hundred fifteen thousand to the partner is the minimum there. And we also have to have two or more products. Those okay. are typically the two kinds of scenarios that we gotta watch out for. Ryan, how many products do we have in our security EA? How many are included at this point? And so as oh, a, just so it. you guys know, like anyone listening, you know, I'm an account manager, so I lean into um, the specialist for this type of information, right? So I'll pitch high level to clients or I'll talk high level. But when I start getting into, hey, you know, the, the bits and the bites, this is where I really lean into Ryan. So, you know, Ryan, how many products do we even have in RE? Just from a security standpoint, I don't even know how many products, seven, eight, eight? Did I, is that a good guess? So for right now, we have 22. Oh my God, I went so low. Okay, wow. Yeah. All right. And, and they're, divide, they're divided up between what we have qualified suites, optional suites. And this is the kind of stuff that you'll see a breakdown when you actually talk to your account team and, and all. But right now we have, what is it? Uh, we have 15 qualified suites. When it's a qualified suite, that gives you the 20% free growth. Um, and you know, they also, the more you bundle of those, that sometimes allows the account team to get a better discount automatically in the portal, right, for you. That's something that gets passed down to you. So this, just by you asking to have your stuff put into EA, you're actually helping the account team possibly get better pricing for you, right? Now, um, with that also being said, another big key thing that's hard for us to articulate sometimes is the price protection. Price it protection, think of it thing. as, yes, yeah, it's, it's huge because you're talking about the fact that you're locking Cisco in at whatever prices that they have today, right? For the next three or five years. I mean, it's kind of like similar to five your mortgage years? rate, right? So when you lock in the rate, that's your rate. And yep. you're kind of, you know, you're locking in for 30 years or 15, years, whatever you choose. It's a very similar process. You're locking us in because as you know, there's inflation, there's things that happen in the world, and we have increases just like everybody else, right? This is yeah. more expensive, that's more expensive. So Ryan's point, we're saying, hey, we're gonna fix that part of the cost that you buy from us for the next three or five years. You're getting ahead yeah. of that, that cost structure moving forward within you know, your organization, which be, could be to, your, to that point, Ryan, a huge benefit for that person structuring the EA to their business executives, right, or to the board Members oh, yeah. or to procurement, right? That that's a big benefit because you're like, oh no, look what oh, I did! Geez. Look how much money I saved you because I locked into this EA agreement. Absolutely. So yeah. all, all these years, we never really seen the dollar ever go down. We always see it that oh, it right. keeps they on. Never it, say, it, hey, there's always inflation. <laughs> oh right. What right? does so, anything become less expensive? Oh God, everything's become yeah. more expensive. That's a good point, Ryan. Yeah, so, right. This is a great idea for, for the fact that if you want to lock Cisco in for five years, right, then you're you're talking about every single license that you currently have in your agreement will be locked in at that price. So if you want, like you got some firewalls and you want to get the same model and expand on that some more, 
you can get the same prices as what it was, let's like, say, three years ago, right, when you first started the EA, which you know that because of inflation and other kinds of things, we're increasing our, our license uh, price by 5 to 10% every year. And that's a huge savings, right? So go into um, that for a second. So it's increasing because we're putting more intelligence into that license. So, so from our point of view, you're yep. getting more from that license and we're adding more features and functionalities because it's a SaaS software product. The part that we can't fix, which we know is the product side. We can't control cost on the product side, but yep. we can control now a portion of that, of your overall cost of the service and the product of the, the serve. And this Absolutely. is outside of SmartNet too. I'm not going to really complicate yep. it too much, but this is, so let's put SmartNet in its own little category. This is just the intelligence that, and it's the software that runs on that device. Or Yes. Yeah, let's, let's, let's clarify that, right? Like, so when customers buy, there's typically three things that they always buy from Cisco. They get the hardware, they get the software, and they get the support, right? So when we're talking about EAs, let's let's take a step back there. We're only talking about the support piece. Yes. We're not talking about really the operating system and such. That all comes with the device, and you'll usually see that as a zero-dollar line item anyways. But Correct. when you're talking about that you need to enable some kind of higher feature or tier in the licensing that enables you to have now malware intelligence or something with URL filtering, and I keep on going back to these firewalls, but like this is the kind of stuff we're talking about that you're locking in, and they're pretty expensive. They're, right. they're pretty expensive just like the hardware, right? So you're talking about at least half of your entire purchase is the software itself, and that's what you're locking in here. Right, right. And right. we are keep, we're developing that software too. We're, we're always, you know, expanding and building more features and functionality into that license. So as yep. we're growing that product line, so are you. So, you know, if there's vulnerabilities or something happens, we're, we're pushing those releases out right away. So it, it, there's a yep. lot of, I mean, I, could, I see a ton of benefits, especially with security. It's, a, it's like your grandfather did in a little bit, right? So yeah. you, you bought that particular license tier, and if they decide to upgrade that or, or add some other things because we acquired another company and now they're injecting that intelligence from that particular product now, it, you got it, right? Because it fell in line with the same tier that you had already bought. So we see that a lot. A lot of times where they're just, you know, our customers are getting notifications that they got, you know, more stuff that's not added into their product. Um, what about terms? So, like give us an idea about terms or other, maybe just little like pieces that a customer should think about, you know, and I think the account team always tries to educate the customer as much as they can, but obviously a, a customer's kind of steer the conversation also. So like what other yep. pieces should they think about? Obviously term, cost, um, renewal date, like, you know, obviously yep. we have a year end. So sometimes when you buy in June, it's a good time, hint, hint, you know. So what uh, What other little tips and tricks can we tell our clients? Well, so yeah, I mean, this is this is what's great. Like me going from being a customer to going into now the manufacturing side, I get to see what happens when we order these SKUs. And, and we get to see that Cisco automatically, just like any other company, when you end up having a, a one-year SKU that you're selling, is way more expensive than if you multiply by three and give a customer a three-year SKU, we're basically giving you a, a big built-in discount automatically into that, right? Um, so a lot of times we tend to see like six months to a year is basically built in for free just because you went three years. And now the, the EA 
ends up having where it's anywhere from three to five years. Now, you get that kind of built-in discount already, but there's also within the EA, you're getting some additional discounting that can get applied. Majority of the time, yes. If you're a customer that's already getting such extreme discounts already and we had to go to Chuck Robbins, Uncle Chuck, ask permission, um, Uncle maybe Chuck not. Does not want the only other benefit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, it's it's always great. I mean, our executives love talking with customers, right? We want, it, we want to know what they want, what's going on, what's the new thing that everybody's asking for. So th- that's what we love about all of our leadership, that they work for us you know, the people on your account team and they try to help us with a lot of these deals too. And it's a very much a different culture. So that's that's certainly why I love working. Right. Like, you know, customers listening, lean into us, like ask for, you know, you know, someone who's the specialist for this, or you want to talk about this, you know, we're here. We're, we want to meet with you. I think constantly, Ryan, tell us a little bit, and I'm going to go to this point. And we talked about this previously, like customers are buying from Cisco. What makes it difficult though, on our side? Um, you know, we showed the customer, oh my God, we got this great pricing and all this is done and blah, 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 blah. And then we're like, but you didn't realize what just happened behind the scenes. So maybe help the customers yeah. understand a little bit. And I don't want to say it's tough because these, this is our job and, and we always get it done, but there's still operational, you know, BUs that own product lines. And there's still pieces of this that we're, we're bringing together because yeah. we didn't develop all this technology. We're, you know, we're incorporating this technology. So kind of give insight into that a little bit. I think it's important for, you know, people to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We make it look easy. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And we try to shield a lot of this from uh, you guys. It's So think of us as like the Star Trek Federation. It's uh, oh, We end up so. having where, yeah, I'm going, I'm going nerdy on you. I, I am a nerd at heart here. But the, the fact is, is that, Think about it is that we're a federation that has a bunch of different cultures. They all speak different languages, but they like to work together and they find ways to strengthen one another. But, you know, they're still going to have their differences at times too, right? And so just like, you know, the United States, I mean, we just have everybody in the world trying to work together. It makes us stronger, but we also have our differences, right? So, you know, this is the kind of stuff that we see, especially when we're trying to bundle things together and we're putting it all at we. We need to have enough runway with you guys to, to get down exactly what are the quantities. We can't have that keep changing on us last minute, right? Because once that changes, we got to run it through all the different BUs again, get everybody happy. Everybody's got it. So it's key for the fact that we think of things sort of backwards. You say, hey, okay, I got to tell Cisco, I need to have this stuff on, on X date, right? But I know in my company, it takes me three to four weeks to go ahead and get those things processed, right? The PO signed, and maybe the legal document needs to be signed, right? So especially with the enterprise agreement. So now I'm like, okay, that's a month out that I need to receive these things from Cisco. Now, how long does it take Cisco to come up with that? Well, we got to make sure that even though we check our systems to see what kind of stuff you have, we want to verify with you. And maybe you have another project or something else that causes the numbers to be different. And we need to know six months out, what are you looking at doing, right? And we need to put that into this EA if you're going to be growing beyond this, right? So all of that should be, you know, should be put together like two weeks before we can get you the PO and have all that over. Because, again, there's so many different layers of people and different groups. 
you know, that we got to go to. And then, right. We still have to process. We have to internally process, book the order. Oh, get the SO numbers. We got to work with finance. Oh God. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. The partners and things like that. We got to make this a win, win, win across the board. And those first two wins, Cisco and the partner take the longest, but we really, at the very end there, once we get you the PO, it's, that's the win for you guys. That's it. So, you know, we want to work with you. Uh, think of us, we're all working as a single team. We're in the same boat together, rowing in the same direction. And the sooner that we get to that, say six months out, just give it plenty of time because you never know what else happens in between then, start talking about this. Start start tasking Cisco with, say, hey, you know what? I love the idea. Uh, you know, I saw this on Daniel, Daniel's uh, podcast that ends up having where we have um, this EA. Do the work for me and, and come back to me and say, this is what we found. And then let's critique it. Let's modify it to be exactly what I want as the customer to the, for this to be. Now, we can't change the benefits, but we're going to go ahead and end up, you know, definitely talking to you more about the change the structure, right? Like what right. kind of product? Learn what else is in there because a lot of times I start to show a customer one of the slides that has those, like all those products in it, and they go, wow, I had no idea you did email there. And I was like, yeah, have you heard of Ironport? They were like, well, yeah, of course. I've used Ironport and all the other companies I was at before. I'm like, yeah, that, it's with Cisco. Now, I didn't know it was with Cisco. I don't know how many times I heard that one. But well, it's hard to educate. I think it's funny. I had a you know, client ask me, it's like, how do you stay up to speed on all this? We're like, we try our best. Like, there's not a, I guess there's not, you know, a playbook that says, hey, Mr. Customer, you should read all these updates. It's more based on the account team to give you all the updates and then try to then, you know, cultivate what you want to buy, which is very hard because who knows what you want to buy. You want to buy it all, I think. But yeah. right to that point, like it is a, it's a difficult process. So I guess some of the first meetings you have is just education, right? Hey, let's educate Absolutely. you. Let's show you everything that you could include. And then you kind of dwindle that down or, you know, you break apart pieces or maybe you add in another layer or, I mean, it could go a multitude of ways. So I don't even try to figure yeah. that part out. I just try to help the customer understand what they're buying and what they want to buy. And what's the, what's the, also the most beneficial for the client going and looking two years, three years out, because to your point, you know, you are, you know, locking in that price, right? You're, you're, you're protecting yourself against inflation. Absolutely. And, and this, one of the things here is like, yeah, we could just take all the stuff you have and try to bundle it together. But I think part of that conversation should be also, what are you trying to achieve at your business, right? Like what are your executives hounding you to do? And so all of a sudden we may be like, well, if you want to complete that solution, though, you may need to incorporate a duo. And so uh, I have customers who had no idea that Cisco acquired duo, right? So we'll be like, well, we got to also consider that because the business use case requires X, Y, and Z products to actually fulfill that business use case, right? And we'll step that through with you. So you may discover that there could be an extra product or something that you did not realize that you say, oh, you know what? That's good. That's a good point. I need to look at, let's get a POV. That's what you should definitely ask if you're a customer next. Demand that you get that POV going, test it out, put us through the ringer, and uh, get everything that you need out of that. All your, you know, make a success list, right? Say, hey, here are the things that I need to acquire from or have achieved through with Cisco on this POV for me to say, you know what, this is definitely something I want to go ahead and buy. If we don't pass those check marks, I think it's only important that Cisco realizes your account team goes, 
you know what? We care about your business. We care about the fact that we are delivering something that is actually going to work for you. And if this isn't, then don't worry about it. We right. can talk about the other stuff, right? The nice thing. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say one other piece, it, it, which is interesting. Sure. We all use the same, um, when customers buy the product side, we all use the same pricing tool. It's, it's a CCW tool. Every partner in the U.S. Every, globally uses this, this tool. If you have that yeah. EA in place, no matter what partner you procure from, you could always grab your licenses. So that's a very key piece because there's different discounting that partners charge or want to charge or margin, right? And so if your licensing is already solidified, you don't have to worry about that piece in any partner. Any partner, doesn't matter who you procured through, doesn't matter who you purchased through, they can pull down your licenses and apply it to your deal. And I think that's a big benefit that we probably always don't think about uh, you know, talking about, yeah. I know. And it just kind of dawned so on me. So that's more of an operational, right? right? Like that's right. the operational expense that people uh, don't realize. So I know as a customer, I used to have to go ahead and say, okay, well, I have this product already, or maybe I need a new product. But, um, you know, my, my executives are saying, hey, we just acquired this new company and we need you to get this completely, you know, uh, with all of our stuff in the next month. And then I look at them like they're crazy. Are you, are you kidding me? You know how long it takes just to get a circuit in there? I'm like, you know, I need to go ahead and end up getting all these licenses. I, I mean, and then we have to get it approved, right? So what, what's beautiful about this is that you get to bypass that whole aspect of having to go through your procurements every time and wait for all this stuff and, and for the partners in Cisco. Instead, when you have an EA, you just go to your EA workspace, which we call EA, uh, the EAWS, and you go into and by the way, that's on your uh, software.cisco.com portal. You just go into there, log in your CTO like ID, and you'll system. see it there. Yeah, it's like a whole yeah, it's a process. Yes. And you just you just go ahead and say, hey, listen, I need to procure some more licenses within 24 hours. You'll see it in your smart account, and you're off on the races right there. Just going ahead and start deploying ICE or Duo or or you know Kenna and all these other kinds of products to the new acquired company. They just found out yesterday, got acquired <laughs> by you, you know, your company, and now you're off like that week going, okay, not a problem. I, I got the stuff. I can get it right now, and we can start to work on this. So, and remember, I, there's again, an ROI I don't like in that the, too, right? You know, remember, like the, the yeah. client is also spending, you know, whether it's email security or something else in other manufacturers. So there could be even a, a further cost savings um, if you wanted to look at, you know, competitive spend with other companies. So- that's also yeah. could affect the bottom line. So there's a lot. I mean, listen, there's a lot of benefits to this. Yeah, there, there's a lot of aspects to think about this because it's, it's totally a new kind of concept about how your relationship with Cisco and your partner is at this point. Yeah. And we took a lot of the things that our customers have been saying for so many years that has been holding up their projects, delaying things and, and making stuff get pushed out. Now we don't want to be the reason for why any of your stuff gets pushed out. Let that be something else, like that circuit I said, that needs to get installed for the fiber that could take two months. That's that's your reason. Now, right. we're Worry not about that the, problem. that stuff, the supply chain, the product side. Let us, you know, make it easy on the software side. Exactly. Well, Ryan, great insight into, you know, buying enterprise agreements from Cisco. I mean, you're so knowledgeable about this. Uh, any other last words you want to, you know, tell anyone listening or advice you want to give? Well, I mean, listen, it's 
it's definitely worthwhile. This has been something that from an EA perspective, we had customers who chose not to do it. And then literally last week, we got an email from a customer saying, please don't say I told you so. And then they came across <laughs> the fact that if they were only in the EA, you know, and they knew it. And which it, you sort of smile at it. You're, you're happy to know that the customer already recognizes it. And then the next time around, they're they said they're definitely going to go with the EA route because they just cannot continue living because it's a much faster paced world we all live in. So, you know, take advantage of these kinds of things. I mean, we have new EAs that are going to be coming out in the future. We're still working out some of the stuff okay. there, but I'm telling you from are we allowed you to know, know the a name? security perspective, well, we, yeah, we, so I told, we talked about the 1.0 and the 2.0. Yeah. So we have right now that there's the 3.0 that will be coming out. Ooh. And just, just like anything in technology, people do not forget the fact that when something is new, we still have to work things out, right? <laughs> so yes. it's, you, can play, you can have your account team play with it, see if it's a good fit for okay. you. But, you know, Cisco is definitely learning from the new aspects that have been put into there and trying to make sure that they – you know, polish the edges a little, right? It's a rough diamond right now, but it's it's going to be a beautiful diamond in the end. But I can tell you, nobody has really complained about really the security 2.0 choice EA because I like of the, the benefits. Choice. It was a good, it was a yeah, good it, it goes a lot, it goes pretty smooth. And so, you know, I would just say, you know, task them, it's no work to you guys because all I got to say is that you say for 10 minutes, write an email right now to your account team and say, I need to look into this. For all you know, depending on the size of your, your company, that one email could save your company hundreds of thousands of dollars. So that's what is happening. We have, um, you know, a, an event that we're going to try to do for our uh, American service provider teams in the beginning of November. And that's some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about. We have all the BUs there having their sessions. Um, and we're going to, sh you know, show them how they could take all the stuff and save a ton of money for you as a person who works there. And I remember on the customer side, I used to be in your shoes. If you can show how this is going to save your company money, it's going to end up making your job a whole lot easier to deploy stuff and make your team faster operationally. I, I have a hard time believing that you're not going to somehow get a raise out of making that kind of decision call just because you decide, you know what, I'm going to work with my account team. We're going to go through this and we're going to iron it all out. Right. Got it. So it's a win, win, win for everyone. Definitely. Ryan, um, I have to ask you one other thing. What is your favorite wine? Because I don't know if anyone sees Ryan on video, but check us out on YouTube because this will be posted on YouTube. Ryan must have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 maybe bottles of wine behind your head. So what is your favorite one? Because I see cake bread. Oh, I wow. saw, uh, what else? Well, uh, I, I saw some. I end up liking ca the yeah. Cabernets. Uh, the it's okay. where I go to. So I was very impressed with Cliff Lady when I went to their vineyard uh, and yes. how they did things there. Really taught about the wines. Great taste. They got some great bottles. So if you're ever in Napa, definitely visit that place. But I Good also been to uh, five other places on here and uh, all some great stuff, whether it's for cooking or just also, you know, uh, pairing and such like that. But yeah, it's. You know, awesome. they all have stories on this wall. Definitely. Well, Ryan, send us the link to, um, you know, the EA piece that we spoke about. And I'll put that, um, I'll put that in the, the notes section of the podcast. If you want to check out Ryan or you just want to, you know, maybe schedule 20 minutes with him to talk about EAs just from his perspective, right? And, you know, some benefits, uh, I'll put his LinkedIn 
uh, in the notes section as well. Um, but this is uh, the Motivity Podcast with Danielle. Ryan, any last questions or anything you have for me? Uh, you know, I want to thank you no, for taking the time today. No, Danielle, thank you so much for yeah. this. I mean, this is amazing what you do here. I, I think I've, I've listened to the other podcasts that you've done and thank the you. knowledge here really comes off well. It's a different way of getting it out there for people. And yes. I think that, you know, it should be encouraged for our customers to even, you know, sort of advertise this out to say, hey, you know, if this is a better way that you like to listen to stuff, maybe on the road, um, you know, think about that. You could, you just by listening to this one podcast, you ended up could possibly have this new idea of saving your company money and making your job less stressful. Just think about that one podcast. We'll look at all the others that Daniel has on her on her uh, website there, and you'll certainly get to see that maybe you just found a few more ideas that just made your whole staff a whole lot happier at their work, right? Yeah. Uh, and how they operate. So, yeah, education yeah. is key, right? And so Great. I think not everyone, um, you know, likes to talk on the phone or reads emails, or sometimes they listen or want to watch a video. And I think that's what we're doing, right? We're we're trying to get the message out a little bit easier or differently and something that you could, like you said, just do in your car, just turn it on. Uh, and Ryan, you know, you could send this out to your clients if they just want to get maybe that thousand foot view of what it's like to buy an EA. Maybe we do another recording and we go through the product lines if that's the feedback we get. So, you know, let us know if you yeah. want to take the conversation another angle, give us feedback. We're, we're you know, we talk yeah. as we know it, but we always don't know what questions we don't ask. So uh, if you want to hear more, yeah. just, you know, reach out to Ryan and I. So, yeah. And it, it could be, there could be a part two coming, right? Right, that's uh, what I mean. I we, love we, it. Some of these, some of these deals, uh, we could end up bringing the whole team on. And let's talk about everything that Ryan just said, hypothetically. Let's see if, how it really worked, right? Yeah. And then we can probably bring on some kind of example like that. But I'll be definitely sharing this with my customers and probably put it on my uh, my signature maybe to just try to oh, make I sure that, that they all get it every time, right? I love that. So, that would be awesome. It would be, that would be such a, an honor, honestly. Um, well, thank you, Ryan. This is Danielle with the Motivity you, Podcast. Obviously, uh, you can listen to this podcast anywhere you hear your podcast, Spotify, Apple, uh, but you'll check us out on LinkedIn. We'll post it there. And like Ryan said, he might put it in his signature. I should probably put it in my signature as, a, as you say that. Why? Well, that's probably a great <laughs> idea. Uh, so I should add that. Right. I don't know why I don't, but I will do that today. Uh, but again, uh, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and uh, go sell some technology and buy an EA from Cisco, <laughs> especially that security one.